Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 28th, 2016. My name is Phil Prostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. we got a couple games to talk about over the weekend and, of course, a big lineup change as well as the Magic season has hit a bit of a turning point uh, with a disappointing three-game homestand that the Magic come away winless and now a five-game road trip ahead. We'll have plenty to talk about. We'll get to all of that in just a moment. Just a quick reminder here as we start off the week that you you can subscribe to the podcast as well as all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network uh, by... Subscribing on Audioboom, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. That's at least where you can find Locked On Magic. You can find all the great Locked On podcasts on Audioboom and iTunes. And, of course, we do appreciate those reviews. It helps us climb their rankings and all that. And this is just a way to rip off the Band-Aid and get two two very disappointing games for the Orlando for the Orlando Magic this weekend. They fall to the Washington Wizards on Friday night, a 94-91 defeat. Uh, and uh, not a whole lot to say about that game other than it went like a typical Magic game in many ways. Uh, they did get, it did start off very poorly, which was odd for the Magic. 19-point um, deficit right off the bat almost, uh, but the Magic worked their way into it. They played a really strong final three quarters, uh, made it a game, had the lead, uh, but unfortunately could not hold on to it at the end. The team just unable to maintain their momentum and unable to finish the game, John Wall absolutely stupendous toward the end of the game. The Magic just did not have an answer, could not generate offense, could not find uh, the, the kind of play that they needed to win the game, and that leads us into Sunday's game, a 104-96 loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, where it does begin to seem like things are slipping just a little bit. Frank Vogel came into this game, made a big lineup change, which I'll discuss in just a little bit, but to su- suffice it to say, no one expected DJ Augustin Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Bismack Biombo, and Serge Ibaka to be the starting lineup at this point in the season. Certainly, some tweaks were expected at some point, uh, specifically that Aaron Gordon for Jeff Green, although the Jeff Green replacement was more due to injury than anything else. But it, it was just not a strong strong game from the Orlando Magic in, in any sense. Yes, the offense was a little bit better. They, they scored 96 points. They haven't scored that much in a couple of weeks. Uh, but they still shot 41.3% from the floor, and the offense still looked pretty rough around the edges. Uh, defensively, though, the Magic looked as bad as they've looked in two weeks. You give up 104 points, that's whatever. But 47.7% shooting, 10 offensive rebounds. Uh, they got worked, frankly, on both ends uh, after playing a really good defensive game against the Bucks in the first meeting on Monday. Uh, the Bucks just took it to them again and again and again. This wasn't... This was more like the the defense that we saw in the first couple games of the season. The Bucks scored 56 points in the paint on 28 for 50 shooting. They did not meet a lot of resistance in the paint either from Biombo, Ibaka, or Vucevic. They turned the corner on pick and rolls and found open lanes. Uh, just not a lot of fight on the defensive end from the from the Magic for, throughout most of the game. Yet 
when I look at this game, when I when I think about this game, it felt like Milwaukee was in control the entire time, and, and largely they were. But it was always like a five, six, seven point game. They never really could pull away from the Magic. And so if you're looking for a silver lining, the credit goes to the Magic for really seemingly getting beat, but never being quite out of the game. Again, they couldn't finish, much like the Washington game, they couldn't finish at the end. Milwaukee goes on a late uh, 11-4 run, or 13-4 run, excuse me, puts the game out of reach, gets it to double digits finally. Their largest lead of 11 points happened in the fourth quarter very, very late. Magic cut it down to the final margin, but again, never really threatened the lead uh, in this one. It was never, this game was never really in doubt, uh, and that's probably the most frustrating thing if you're a Magic fan today, is the Magic got worked on their home floor by the Bucks, And that comes off the heels of getting beat by the Wizards uh, in a close game, but a game that, again, the Wizards felt like they had in control for most of the game. And getting beat by the Suns, a team on the last day of a road trip, that, again, it felt like Phoenix was up by more than they actually were, and eventually Orlando ran out of gas. It doesn't matter about the lineup changes. It doesn't matter about anything else. This Magic team has the talent. They've shown they have the talent. Frankly, I think the fact that they're able to keep that score so close is a testament to their talent. They just haven't been able to put it together. And right now, Coach Frank Vogel is searching for anything that can work. That's why the big lineup change happened uh, and why the Magic are kind of stuck in this weird place that they're at. They're 6-11. and They're facing a lot of disappointment right now, uh, and they've got a lot of work to do. Uh, it's so frustrating that it becomes uh, fun, you know. Uh, I thought we, we started the game well offensively. We had a great spacing and great uh, ball movement, but the defense was not there. So, um, I mean, uh, um, I don't want to, you know, make any excuses with the change of lineups and new rotation and stuff like that. You know, we still we still got to play defense, and uh, we were, you know, starting to, 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 to find our identity defensively. Mm-hmm. So we got to get back to that. And I'm still on record of saying I believe that this defense is for real. They're top 10 defense in the league, at least statistically, regardless of competition or anything else. Uh, I still believe this defense is real. I, I think a game where the Magic let go of the rope just a little bit defensively was to be expected, especially after the lineup changes. Uh, but again, the Magic offense looked a little bit better, a little bit more motion, a little bit more movement. Uh, getting Augustine into the starting lineup helped Evan Fournier out tremendously. They put him on the ball a lot more. Uh, and he produced 27 points, 11 for 21 shooting, uh, six rebounds, seven assists, uh, only one turnover in the game. He did his job, to be frank, uh, and uh, maybe took some ill-advised shots here or there, you know, probably got a little shot happy, is still not the greatest at setting others up, but, you know, six if he can average if he can average five, six assists a game, I think that would be more than enough from him uh, in this new role. It's just about getting others to play at a high level, and this is what I mean by that. Uh, Serge Ibaka, 19 points, 8 for 17, 6 rebounds uh, for him. Overall solid game, not a fantastic game, but a solid game from him. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, 17 points, 16 rebounds off the bench. Did a really, really good job scoring. His scoring seems to be back at it. I, I thought Friday against the Wizards was his best game defensively in a Magic uniform. Um, scored in that game as well, so he seems to have found his rhythm and gotten back, and even coming off the bench uh, did not hurt him. He still played about his normal minutes, about 30 minutes uh, on the court tonight, uh, but defensively, he really struggled. Greg Monroe really took it to him. He wasn't great rotating laterally on pick and rolls, and so Vucevic is still very much inconsistent and in work in progress on the defensive end, and, and that, I think that bared out 
uh, against the Bucks as well. Alfred Payton off the bench, 16.6 for 9 shooting, 3 assists, uh, 3 turnovers as well. But I think he did a very, very good job of uh, uh, especially attacking offensively. He made a living in the paint and forced a few passes here or there, but looked for a shot as that's what Milwaukee was giving him and made them pay for it. Big part of the reason the Magic stayed in the game. Perhaps the most disappointing part, Aaron Gordon back in the starting lineup where a lot of Magic fans want to see him. Laid a goose egg, 0 points, 0 for 12 shooting, 8 rebounds as well, uh, but a very disappointing effort from Aaron. And it's getting to the point of the season where you got to start really defining roles better. Uh, and this experiment with him at small forward, at least offensively, I think is just, it's beginning to run its course. He just, the jumper is just not there and he needs, they magic need him to be effective. And so I think, I think a move there is certainly more warranted. And I think uh, Frank Vogel's got to look at playing him at the four just a little bit more. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Of course, the big news coming out of this game was the change to the starting lineup. Orlando starting DJ Augustin at point guard with Evan Fournier, Serge Ibaka, Aaron Gordon, and Bismack Biyombo. Not the lineup change everyone was expecting. Um, I, I came into the game saying, you know, if the Magic need to make a lineup change, you can listen back to, this, to the podcast on Friday when I discussed lineups a little bit and, and beginning to change the lineups. Jeff Green, for, for what he does intangibly, was really hurting the team in a lot of ways, too. Uh, the on-off numbers really proved it. His numbers had, had nosedived as well since joining the starting lineup. It really felt like a change was needed to that starting lineup. And certainly the the offense needed to change because the Magic's best defensive lineup was the one they were starting, but it was also one of their worst offensive lineups as well. And, and clearly they weren't scoring enough points. They Holding a team down to 95 points is good. Very, very good, in fact. But the Magic barely can score 95 points themselves. And so they. I think Vogel was at a point where he needed to sacrifice some defense to generate some offense. And he said throughout the, the weekend that, you know, he felt that they're, you know, maybe two or three plays away from having a perfect homestand, uh, that, that, that they just weren't getting over that hump. And so it felt like this was a move that was seemingly inevitable to try and spur some movement, try and remix, remix the pot a little bit. Uh, and get something to happen. What I thought that move was, and again, you can listen back to the podcast on Friday when I talk about the lineups. What I thought that move was was to put Aaron Gordon back in the starting lineup and kind of let things settle. You know, maybe if you're really worried about the shooting in that lineup, and that's perfectly fair, even though I think that lineup has, has shown some promise offensively uh, since the lineup change. Uh, maybe you bring in DJ Augustin for Alfred Payton. What I did not see happening was starting Bismack Biombo over Nikola Vucevic, who again, uh, Nikola Vucevic, coming off probably his best defensive game in a Magic uniform on Friday, beginning to come around offensively. He is offense, and uh, if the Magic were really desperate for some offense, uh, Vucevic certainly is the guy you want to you wanna play in that situation rather than Bismack Biombo, who really doesn't give you anything offensively. One for five in Sunday's game. To Vucevic and Peyton's credit, they took it professionally. They came off the bench and played really, really well. This 
isn't entirely about them, although certainly uh, the seeds of of some doubt uh, and and the seeds of you know frustration over over roles and 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 who starts and who doesn't, whether that's important or not, uh, began to be laid a little bit uh, as Vucevic pretty much spent the entire summer saying I'm the starter and fending off these questions that have now arisen again. Well, I mean, uh, I spoke to Frank, you know, last night about it. Obviously, I wasn't. Uh... I'm happy with the decision they made. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think uh, I, uh, there was a reason for me to go to the bench, but you know, I, uh, you, know, it, you know, it's coach's decision. Um, you know, I, I, all I can do is you know control what I can control, which is you know when I'm on the court, you know, play to, to the best of my ability and help the team win, and uh, you know stay a professional. And uh, you know, whatever is going on, I will uh, you know keep you know giving my best and uh, playing you know at, uh, giving you know, my full effort. Obviously, Vucevic uh, acting pretty profe- pretty professionally and obviously produced well uh, in Sunday's game. 17 points, 16 rebounds. Again, some of the defensive struggles that, that have marked Vucevic's career. But uh, this is a turning point in the season, of course. Now now the Magic have made a second lineup change, uh, sitting at 6-11. and 11. Going on this big West Coast road trip, the team seem to have found their identity, and, and certainly some things certainly shift with the lineup change. So uh, as chemistry rebuilds, I think the defense will return uh, to a high level again. Uh, obviously, Sunday night was not a good defensive night for the Magic. Uh, but at the same time, more questions arise. So what do we know about this new starting lineup? What do we know about what the Magic are trying to do with this group? Taking a, taking a look at the lineup data, entering the game the Magic had played this lineup of Augustin Fournier, uh, Gordon, Biombo, and Ibaka just 10 minutes entering the game. Uh, that group had a 1039 offensive rating and a 95.6 defensive rating. So a good sign. Like Certainly there's some da- a small sample size, but some data to back up that this lineup would provide the kind of change that Vogel's looking for. If the team puts a 1039 defense, if the, if the team puts... A 103.9 offensive rating up and a 95.6 defensive rating up. They'll win most games um, with that group. Obviously, it's it's not over the course of an entire game, and and the bench had its issues. And uh, as Vogel now tries to reconfigure the rotation a little bit, he's going to have to find uh, combinations that work once again. In Sunday's game, and it didn't feel like this at the time, but but this is but this is what the stats say. In Sunday's game. The group had a plus 14.7 net rating, 109.5 offensive rating, 94.8 defensive rating. That's in 11 minutes. And so again, the suggestion here is that, yes, this starting lineup does exactly what Frank Vogel wants. It has a good balance of offense as well as some strong defense. Now, when, when I look back at now, that's what the stats say. What what my eyes tell me, what, what, what I felt like when I was watching it was it was still very, very rough. Uh, the defense... Did not bring it early on. They they were tied 13th. The Magic got off to a 6-0 lead and it seemed like the offense was flowing a lot better. And generally throughout Sunday's game, the offense did flow a little bit better. So if that was the purpose of making this lineup change, then perhaps it it, it still merits another try. It, it's a small sample size. I suspect, although Frank Vogel would not confirm it, I suspect that they'll try the same lineup again Tuesday against San Antonio. Maybe Jeff Green gets reintroduced into the mix. We'll see about that. But generally, it did seem like the offense flowed a lot better. But it did not feel like they dominated either, and the defense slipped significantly. 
Uh, Biombo picked up the second foul pretty quickly, about five minutes into the game, uh, and then Vucevic was reintroduced, and things began to go off the rails. Uh, the, the the beginning part of this game was played at a much faster pace than I think the Magic wanted it to be played. It got up and down a lot more, which is okay, not great for this team, but Milwaukee was scoring. They made seven of their first 11 shots. Um, the defensive force from the beginning was not there, and it's important that this group plays really strong defense to get things started. The Magic, as as I've said throughout the season, there's there just doesn't seem to be an easy fix to this group. There's no take Aaron Gordon out, put Mario Azoni in. There's no um, clear cut rotation or lineup that's going to make this work. There are there is a fundamental problem with this roster, and I think that's become abundantly clear as the season has gone on. That there is a fundamental problem with this roster. And Frank Vogel and the Magic are doing the best they can with what they've got. Um, I think the biggest disappointment so far from the season is that it feels like this is a very talented team. And, and I do, I, I will still continue to hold, even as things have looked bleak and, and the schedule's been fairly easy and the Magic haven't taken advantage of it, that there is a playoff team in this group. Uh, we've seen it. The, the, they, they're playing, you know, Sunday accepting, they're playing elite level defense. And I think that that, that was always part of the plan. The offense has been a huge struggle, and I think part of it is schematic, and I think part of it is personnel, and I think part of it is pure is pure poor execution. And that's the most frustrating part, is that this team isn't living up to expectations, even a base-level expectation. Finding this new starting lineup, getting the offense to flow just a little bit, I, I, I know the screws will tighten defensively again. Getting the offense to have a little bit of flow and rhythm to it is absolutely critical to the Magic's success. And it did seem like the Magic got that going. But the results Sunday were a mixed bag, as one might expect for a new lineup. This is a team that's still searching, that's still trying to figure out what works. And more than anything else, that's the biggest sign of concern. Perhaps that's just a confirmation that this team isn't a playoff team, or perhaps it's a sign that this this team has a fatal flaw in it. That needs to be corrected, and of course, December 15th, and, and we'll get into, uh, I'm planning on doing a discussion of some of the trade rumors going around, uh, and the roster itself as far as trades go a little bit later on in the week, uh, but there, there are some major questions about this, this roster moving forward, of course, uh, and how do the Magic move forward with this group? It's, it's, it is a big, big, big question facing this team, but for now, it, it feels like the Magic are working on this lineup. They're going to give this lineup a chance. It's probably not the lineup many people want to see. It certainly suggests that the Magic are wavering a bit on Alfred Payton and his future, just like starting Jeff Green seemed to be wavering on Aaron Gordon and his future, and, and Aaron Gordon's performance on Sunday night certainly suggests that that is more than warranted, uh, as Gordon just hasn't been able to find his fit and take that next leap in his career like everyone expected him to. Uh, Nikola Vucevic finally got pushed to the bench like everyone suggested at the beginning of the season, and even even that just doesn't feel right. Vogel's going to keep searching, and, and I have no doubt that he's going to keep searching, and I have no doubt that the Magic are not done trying to compete for the playoffs. I, I know some people have said, Philip, you're ridiculous to still be thinking this team can make the playoffs, and, and I'll say this, beginning of the season, I didn't think this was a playoff team ultimately. I still don't think this is a playoff team ultimately, but 
until that dream is really dead. And no, that dream is not dead in December, in late November. Trust me. This team has talent. They can still do it. Will they do it? That's the bigger question. But this team still can do it. And clearly Frank Vogel is searching for a way to do that. And a big reason that Frank Vogel has to do this searching is just the plain fact that the Magic are a really inconsistent bunch. Perhaps that was to be expected with all the changes coming, and, and I don't think that that's necessarily an excuse anymore, uh, but it's hard to know what Orlando Magic team you're getting from game to game. It's hard to know uh, when this team's going to fall off a cliff and when this team's going to play like a playoff team. For the last two weeks, we saw the Magic play like an elite defensive team, the defensive team we all imagined they'd be. Sunday night broke a streak of six straight games that the Magic held opponents under 95 opponents. I do not care who you are playing. If you hold six straight NBA opponents in this day and age of the NBA to less than 95 points, you are doing something very, very good. And it's a big reason why I believe this team can still make the playoffs. Because to do that, you have to be doing something right. And I think the Magic were doing something right. I mean, you look at the way they play defense. That that wasn't necessarily a fluke. You have to do you have to play at a high level to do the things that the Magic were doing. But offensively it's been a mess. And even within games, it's been a mess. Washington, the game against Washington on Friday proved that more than as much as anything else. The Orlando Magic played three quarters about as well as you can play three quarters against any team in the NBA. They had like a one 15 offensive ratings in the second through fourth quarters of Friday's game. They had to make up a 19-point deficit, obviously. It was actually 12 after one quarter. But they had to make up a deficit. They played with urgency. They played with fire. They played with energy. Uh, Fans were booing them in the first quarter of Friday's game. By the end of the fourth quarter, fans were doing organic cheers. It felt like a playoff game Friday night at the Amway Center. Especially after the brouhaha with 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 Bismack Biombo and Kelly Oubre and Evan Fournier and Bradley Beal, there were organic cheers coming out of the Amway Center. Something we probably haven't really heard since the playoffs in 2012. And so again, that team is in there, but the Magic couldn't overcome a first quarter that was just a nightmare. That was just a disaster, falling down by 19 fairly quickly in that game. And that's a pattern that's, you know, the, if there's one thing that's consistent about this team, it's that there's that pattern that's happened where the Magic just go silent for one quarter or for half a quarter. Their offense just can't generate any traction. And all of a sudden, they're completely out of the game. These are the kind of things that hurt the Magic. And these are the kind of things that lead Frank Vogel to, to have some confidence, confidence that they're going to turn a corner that they'll be able to figure it out uh, and say, you know, we're one or two plays away from winning all three games of this homestand and entering that five-game road trip on a high note. But again, you got you to gotta finish a deal. You got to actually go out and do it. The Magic just, you just don't know what you're going to get every single night, especially on the offensive end. And it's not a, a matter of, oh, they need a star who can consistently get them 20 points. I don't think that necessarily solves it. They, they get... 20 points from a different guy every night, the team still shoots 40% from the floor. That's not going to get the job done. 
And you're going to have nights like Sunday where the rope slips a little bit defensively. And yes, the Magic were better offensively, but they still weren't great. They still averaged less than a point per possession. And so the Magic have to continue to look for consistency. They have to... I don't know what the answer is. And, and, and again, it may be a symbol of their personnel issues. That they have a fatal flaw in their personnel, which will prevent them from really achieving their goals until uh, until something is done about that. And I think it does feel like the writing's on the wall that once December 15th comes along, the Magic are going to be very active and look to make a move sooner rather than later. Because again, this this team's under pressure to make the playoffs. I don't think tanking is an option. Not until they absolutely have to, and in which case, there'll be other changes that will be made. Again, the fixes for this team are not easy. It's not as simple as changing the lineup, which the Magic have done now. It's not as simple as, you know, running a better offense. Maybe adding a player like Jody Meeks to the lineup will help. Maybe this lineup change will provide the spark the Magic need. There are signs that it could, but again, that's putting a lot of faith in the defense, which which I, I have faith in this defense, but you're grasping you're grasping for for hope, for for something positive to say a lot of the times and this is not any this is not a fun team to watch because that offense is really bad um I, I i can't deny that at this point but there is something still to build on there's still something there um the magic just have to become more consistent at what they're good at and they 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 hit that with their defense offensively they've got to find that pet play they got to find that little bit of something that gets them going. Because everything's still in front of them, but they got to they just got to go out and get it. They got to execute. They got to trust in what they're doing. The first option's not there, they got to find the second option and and that of course leads to another bag of worms as well that that maybe that second option isn't there and it's a schematic issue. The Magic have a lot of talent. I, I I don't believe for a second that this team doesn't have the talent to make the playoffs. But it's still coming together. And as Bismack Biombo likes to chide us, it's not early anymore. It's it's time to figure this stuff out. These games matter uh, for the team and if they're going to accomplish their goals. And the sooner they become more consistent, the sooner things will become better for the Magic. And again, they don't need like a, the strongest offense in the world. They just need to be competent. Because I think their defense can carry them a lot of the way. But of course, we'll, we'll see how that, how that plays out as the Magic head to the road now. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. I hope you all have a very happy Monday. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I know my college football team won. I hope yours did too. Sorry, Gators. Uh, we'll see you in Tampa for the Outback Bowl probably. Uh, Once again, uh, the final score from the Amway Center on Sunday, the Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Orlando Magic 104-96. You can subscribe to Locked on Magic on Audio Boom, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all those fun places where you can download podcasts. We are probably on there. Just search for us, and if you would, leave us a review. We do appreciate the love from our listeners that does help us climb rankings and let other people know about our show. For LondonMagicDaily.com and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.